Hey, hey, Star Wars fans, it's Gary here from Spark of Rebellion, and we would love for you to listen to all of our brand new episodes when they land every single Saturday. Make sure you follow us on your podcast app of choice or pop over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash listen. If you like the show and you want to support us, you can do that via our Patreon. Just head over to sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon and come and join our other patrons. And thank you so much for your continued support. Now, may the force be with you and on to this week's Spark of Rebellion. Hello there. Hello there indeedy and welcome to Spark of Rebellion. This is your weekly Star Wars podcast brought to you by a couple of chaps here in the UK and by some crazy spin of the stars around the universe. We're together for this week, which just seems really uh, unusual these days. So me and my co-host, uh, Mr. Mark, are here to give you the latest on what's happening in the world of Star Wars. We've got a bunch of new stories to get through this week, which looks... Uh, uh, a bit varied. One of them from our usual, one of the usual suspects from YouTube. You'll find out when we get to it, but yeah, it's a, one of those weird ones that's going to break up the news, give us a bit of a laugh. We've got some uh, news around figures launching, a bit of Disney Plus news, and we'll finish up with some coolness around the coolest Jedi, Mr. Mark Hamill. So we'll get on to that. So I hope you're keeping well and safe. Welcome back. As I said, this is episode 126. Uh, before we get going, let's catch up with the main man. We haven't spoke to each other on the podcast for a little while. We speak to each other a little bit in the week when we feel like it. But you know. how you doing, dude? I'm all right, thanks, dude. Yeah, cheers for covering last week. I always do that. I always go away, don't I? You always, <laughs> you always just go away. It's go. Always do things. Do you know, we went to uh, went to Scotland a bit ago, right? And this guy went with Chris. He's uh, Kieran's father-in-law, and he's a, he's like a you know builder and all that good stuff. He said, I don't work. I don't work on Fridays. I was like, right. He said, you should not work on Fridays. I was like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> like, There's too much to do. I like working on. This is like three months ago, two months ago. I don't think I've worked on a Friday since. But <laughs> completely out of potluck, like potluck, just stuff that, you know, like COVID things that were on a Saturday last year that are now rearranged for Friday, the something of September. And so it's just every freaking week it's been like that. And I just, yeah. So I said, he came around the other day. I was like, not worked since, uh, not worked on Friday since I went to Scotland. I told you. Like, well, it's not by choice. It's sort of a circumstantial thing. But otherwise, all right, dude. Yeah, cheers for covering the last couple of weeks. And uh, thank you to me for covering the week before. Uh, so yeah. that's good. Of course, yeah. Thank you to each other. Thank you to me and to you. Oh, dude. Keeping it going. It's Look, all good. It's all good. Yeah, I know you're recording that side, so I'm not too worried about this. But, right, I'm recording in this roadcaster. This is, this, we can keep this in, right? Recording on this roadcaster, not even at home, is the work one. Pops up on the screen literally just now. The roadcaster has stopped recording and encountered an error. That's two for two now, mate. Dude, it really is two for two. I'm, I'm sort of embarrassed by them. Now, 55 hours plus remaining as well on the SD card. Mm. Isn't that crap? Well, touch word, mate. Mine doesn't pack up because we'll be in, we'll be in, the, in the shit then. Up paddle without a shit up creek. Up, shit pa- up paddle creek without... Yeah. Up. We will be in the shit with... with I mean, we wouldn't. Would we? We'll just get some other stuff. But isn't it just bad? That's two of them. Yeah. It's unlike road. Their stuff's normally pretty solid. 
Mm. Hit the road. Anyway, sorry. No worries. Digression. Yeah, Mark does that. A bit unhappy about something. It ends up on just whatever podcast he's recording at the time. It just comes out. It's just That's a fact. Anger. Yeah. Anyway, sorry, Road. Actually, no, we're not sorry. Sort it out. Yeah, fix it. Fix it, Road. You wouldn't have this from Fostec or... Yeah, or Tascam. Yeah. Mm. Other recording devices are available. I used to do a four-day week at the job before the last one. You do a four-day week here, mate. It doesn't tell anyone. <laughs> Off the books, four days. Yeah, yeah. Off yeah. the books. It was an was like, yeah, I work, work five days a week, sometimes do four hours a day if I have to. Oh. <laughs> oh. Millennial working hours, eh? <laughs> yeah, I did the old Monday to Thursday, mate. Did you? I did, yeah. It's like official, like an official Monday to Thursday. Really? Yeah. yeah. Right. We'll have a chat about that at some point anyway. No, we'll not. Carry on. <laughs> Moving on swiftly. <laughs> Dark Marks get angry again. Actually, no. Be, be, or someone else. <laughs> before we crack on with what's been happening in the galaxy far, far, far away. Tell about Patreon. I'll tell them about it. Actually, I'll do that a bit first then. You can support the show if you want to. If you like what we do here, if you enjoy the bants and the the borderline bits of, of Star Wars we actually talk about, if you like that <laughs> stuff and you want to support us, you can join our other patrons. You can do that over. You can find us uh, on sparkofrebellion.com forward slash Patreon. That'll take you straight over there. You can jump onto various tiers there, a dollar upwards. Like our patrons, you get yourself an SOR sticker, some other swag some other benefits there you can jump on and to our current patrons we love you guys thank you so much for your continued support so thank you for that remember also to follow us for free listen for free whatever podcast app you prefer to listen to your your audio on just find us on there or head over to sparkofrebellion.com you can listen to everything on there as well we're on the socials too instagram twitter and facebook uh, there are links on our website and uh, remember to um make sure you leave a review or a star rating whatever it is if you have the ability to do that so something like podchaser.com stitcher apple Podcasts, any of those things that'd be awesome because it helps us out loads and thank you to you uh, the very kind words that have been left for us thus far you guys are awesome so thank you very much for that so let's crack on with the news dude so the first up uh, first news story is the book of boba fett we now know exactly when that's dropping disney plus has let us know that the end of december it's not going to be quite a christmas treat it's not going to be one of those it would have been really cool to have this Christmas morning or even Boxing Day when you're a bit hungover. Do you not do anything on Christmas Day? Uh, I had to jump well, in on that because that's that's like, imagine that. I'm not here at Christmas normally, mate. Well, what, what do you want it on Christmas morning for then? Because what do you say that for? Because Take it's really, from them. Well, because it's really cool that uh, whatever hotel I'm normally in, I normally watch the Doctor Who special or watch something in the hotel with, you know, the jamas on some room service. It's great. All right, let you off. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. He jumps in, doesn't he? He's got the ump today. He's a Friday, mate. But yeah, Pete, it's oh, the weekend. Don't use the word Fridays, do I? <laughs> well, that's it. Might be what it is. This is a <laughs> change of scenery for you now, isn't it? Little yeah, bit on Friday. <laughs> he's miffed because he's got to work on a Friday. So uh, it would have been cool for this to have dropped on Christmas morning, so that Mark could not have watched it on Christmas morning doing whatever he's doing. Uh, Christmas things being Christmas. <laughs> Instead, it's going to drop on the 29th of December, which is a Wednesday. So unlucky for you, mate, you'll be working. If it was on a Friday, you would have been silly. <laughs> yeah, drop it on the 31st. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the book of Boba Fett, buddy. Uh, we can enjoy this from the end of December. And it sounds rather good. Uh, we don't know anything in specifics in terms of individual stories or episodes, but it has been confirmed that uh, Boba Fett will uh, claim his territory once ruled by the Jabba the Hutt, uh, the Huts and uh, the Crime Syndicate and all that stuff on Tatooine. So that's going to be very, I imagine that's going to be very o- OT, original trilogy feeling, which is kind of cool. Mm. So are you looking forward to this one still? I am actually, it's sort of one of those unknowns, like it was dropped, wasn't it? Like last, last December and everyone was thinking, what the heck is this? But it is, um, I think what's fascinating about it is it, it, it is that kind of crime syndicate kind of vibe that I'm looking forward to. And um, we, we saw a lot of that in the Clone Wars and even, I think maybe even Rebels and stuff with 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 Boba Fett and um, like Ayla Secure and a few of the, the people that, that sort of cropped up in the prequels a little bit. And then like the crime side of it was sort of fleshed out, especially through the Darth Maul and the Crimson Dawn and Black Sun and all these other, you know, the Pikes and all these other syndicates that have cropped up throughout the years. Um, so I, I sort of don't know what to make of, make of this. Is it, is it, um, you know, is Mando going to crop up? Is it sort of, a, is, it a, is it a Mando 2.5? Is it, is it going to be much more crime focused, which I quite like the idea of, you know, I quite like the idea of a bit of a vacuum, um, albeit five years after Jabba, you know, what is something would have happened in five years. So who's, who's filled that void? You know, how, I don't, I don't imagine anyone's just left. Like I can't imagine him having just left the palace and like Bib Fortuna's like, right. I'm the boss now gets a little bit fat as we know, but then, like, how's Boba get that palace back? Because it's like I said, it's not like it's two weeks after Return of the Jedi; it's five years. So I think that's a, that's a that's a chunk. Um, so I'm so I'm quite interested in this, and we've actually got that's a pretty badass December that we've got, man. Because the 31st we get Hawkeye dropping as well, like two days later. Um, sorry, the 20 that's a lie. The 29th we get Hawkeye. The 29th we get the Book of Boba Fett, and the 31st we get Cobra Kai, which is like that is pretty freaking sweet, man. Copycat never dies. You're muted. You're muted. Of course He's I am. He's muted himself. I know. It's, it's going to be a badass December. Oh. That's for sure. Yeah. What about you? You're looking forward to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think it, it will be good to see uh, how they take that character that's just, although it was quite a, a, a chunky part, I suppose, in Mando season two. He still wasn't centre stage, was he? So it'll be good to see what they do with him or what they can do with him as a character because we still don't really know too much uh, about what he did in between getting, you know, swallowed up uh, by the Sarlacc and him coming to be to what, you know, where we see him in The Mandalorian. So there's still a chunk of time there to fill in, which they might do a little bit. But also just to see how his character's changed because there was a couple of moments in The Mandalorian where you thought he was badass still and a bit of a no-holds-barred kind of mercenary character, but he showed a little bit of heart in a couple of places, mainly due to his agreement, I think, and following through on mm. things. So, yeah, it'll be a good character progression, I think, to see him uh, star in his own show. So, yeah, it's going to be pretty cool. It was interesting because he was like, he just, that episode with him and Fennec Shan, you know, where they were on the, they were trying to get to the the Jedi kind of stone, the, I can't remember what it was called, uh, you know, the mountain that they went to and they had to stick Grogu on the top of it. Like that was kind of a Boba Fett backdoor pilot, you know, like when they did Flash in season two of Arrow and then they do, you know, Batwoman. These are the, you, you, 
like backdoor pilots have happened for forever, but um, it was like a Boba Fett backdoor pilot because it was very much Boba Fett. You know, it was very, very much Boba Fett. Like, here's the return. Let's show our badasses with that little kettle that he's got on the end of that stick. Let's make sure that we know it's Tamura Morrison. Let's, you know, let's make sure the accent's there and it's clearly a Django Fett clone. Like, get all that setup done. And then he was he was just relegated to that classic, um, just side character throughout the rest of Mando, which there was nothing wrong with that because we got to saw the, the the spaceship and all that stuff. But you could tell when you look back at it, like in retrospect, of course they were setting something up. You just didn't see it then because we did, we just, I mean, it came so out of left field. So um, it will be interesting to see because it's, for me, it kind of ties in a lot of the clone stuff as well. Like, is he going to dig it? Because they, they dug into that clone heritage and that kind of adopted Mandalorian heritage. And it's, We've mentioned it before, but isn't it kind of fascinating that they're able to tie together the prequels and the sequels and the OT? That, like they're now able to do that because they're all out there, you know? Mm. I think it's fascinating. Yeah. I'm slightly confused by the poster. They put out an official poster as well to go with the announcement. And on the poster, he sat on the on on the big old chair. It's like Game of Thrones style. But he's in all the, the beat up, sort of battle damage, scuffed up armor. But I'm pretty sure that Towards the end, he got it all cleaned up and nice, didn't he? He was looking all fresh and all fresh and crisp. So, well, he had a photo shoot, didn't he? Um, so they knew they true. were doing that poster, right? Jumped on the on the, on the, on the throne. Knew they were doing the photo shoot the day after. Begged him not to go out, and if he is going to go out, don't wear the armor. <laughs> went out, went down Moss Esper. Had a couple of ales. All right, saw a band. Got into a scuffle at Greg's. Next Always day turns way. up. That's how it. Yeah. It's not four sausage rolls for a pound anymore, Boba. You've been in that sarlacc way too long. Yeah. Now two for a quid. He probably buys the vegan sausage roll anyway. He looks like a vegan, doesn't he? You can tell because he, he loves all life, not just life that is got a bounty on its head, in a way. In a way. We're going to jump ahead of story. And it's kind of related. So the Mandalorian, we're going to jump ahead now to a certain YouTuber that's made, <laughs> that that's supposedly knows what's going to happen in the Mandalorian season four. We haven't even got season three yet, dude. And this guy's like, yeah, I know what's going on. Mm. All it is, All is it. he thinks that in season four, uh, Mace Windu's going to come back. And it's going to be a big old kind of Jedi. You know, you do those school reunions when you go back after 20 years and you, you know, oh, you got fat. You know, you're annoying right. still. Yeah. Apparently it's going to be like that at the Jedi Temple. Apparently Mace Windu's going to meet up with Ahsoka and Luke Skywalker. And they're going to go to a hidden Jedi Temple and have a good old party and reminisce and everything. And, uh, and it will all revolve around the secrets and the insights around Order 66 in Season 4, dude. So this is Mike Zero, as you might have guessed. It's either Doomcock or Zero, and it? it's one of the two. So this is Mike Zero, and apparently he doesn't know what's going on with Season 3. Why would you? But apparently Season 4, this is what's going to happen, dude. So Luke's coming back for Season 4, uh, meeting up with Asako. So Katano and also Windu's back. Sounds in the legit. Mandalorian, yeah. In the Mandalorian season four, yeah. Sounds legit, right? 
In it, in it, weird how they just do that. Like they just do it for like a bit of clickbait. In it, weird. <laughs> in it, weird. Like I, I'd love to know how many of Zeros and Doomcock, how many of their predict, like someone, and because I, I ain't got the patience to do this, someone go through all their videos and all their predictions and like measure which ones came true and just put a percentage out there. I would be fascinated by it. Now, there's a couple of things that we could talk about with this one. Are we going to get more Luke Skywalker? Yes. Do people want Mace Windu back? Well, probably. I get that. I understand that. Does it tie in? Kinda. You know, I mean, we saw it in the Clone Wars that Boba Fett had a bit of a problem with Mace Windu, rightly so. Is it going to be in The Mandalorian? Wouldn't have thought so. <laughs> so... So all these Jedi are going to come back, including Ahsoka Tan, who's got her own TV show, and they're going to tell this story on The Mandalorian. Mm. So honest to God, some people are mental. I'll so make a sign. Even if, even if, I'll make a sign. If, even if they do that storyline, it ain't going to be on Mandalorian. That's just clickbait because, you know, they wanted Mandalorian season four clicks. That's it. Um... Will some of that stuff happen? Will Ahsoka meet Luke? I would be absolutely flabbergasted if not. But it will probably be during the Ahsoka series or the crossover. It ain't going to be in Mando season four, even if it does happen. And it's a stretch, man. It is a stretch for sure. You do have things like that that happen in TV shows from time to time. We had it recently with He-Man, right? where everybody was looking forward to He-Man and He-Man wasn't in it very much. And it ended up being about this other character, mainly, Teela. So you do get it. You know, I do get that. But I can't see this being a... They're too big. They're too big a character to just shoehorn into another person's show mm-hmm. with that amount of gravity behind them, you know. If you think about just that for a second, Luke Skywalker meeting up with Mace Windu and Ahsoka Tano in the same thing. That's that. That's like a film. That's like big ass, mm-hmm. big big moment. That's not just something like, oh yeah, that's like forty five seconds at the end of episode six of the Mandalorian. That's just not going to happen. So you're right, dude. It wouldn't happen there. But I don't know. It's just, uh, it's just nuts that these these people are still churning churning this stuff out, and people are obviously liking it because not only do people click on the video and watch it and everything, you get all these other blogs that report on it. And then that spreads it even further and everybody clicks on it a bit more. And it's crazy, man. It, are we that hard up for news <laughs> that we have to do that? A bit nuts, well, man. I think it's just, he's probably hard up for clicks. You know, you, that's the problem when you build your business or you build your entire kind of following on, on um, hyperbolic BS. Like it would have been better for me. Would like, you sort of get credibility if you just like, if you just say things rather than this is what's happening. If you just said, what if this is what happened? Like Star Wars theory does. And there's, yeah. it's only a very subtle difference, but you do not look a plonker. I am not a plonker. It's going to cost you. Oh, oh, he kind of is. Anyway, that's uh, that's Mike Zero. So we'll report back in 20... <sighs> we'll report back in 2024, 2025. Yeah. When we'll probably forget. Four, I don't know. And he knows that. He knows we'll forget. He get this is how they get away with it. Bookmarking it. A lot of them. Yep. Bookmarking this. Notification in the calendar. Reminder. Reminder. Anyway, so uh, speaking of Disney Plus, 
Let's get away from the bullcrap. Let's uh, talk about something that did officially land recently. These cool little nuggets that they've knocked out. They're just little extra little extra little series um, series of episodes, only about 10, 11 minutes long. We had this a few months ago with Star Wars Biomes. It was this really cool little series of things. Uh, so they've done a very similar thing to that. This is called uh, Galaxy of Sounds. And it's um, it's just half a dozen little episodes. And it's... Um, it's like a love letter, really, to all of the sound design for Star Wars and stuff like that. Essentially what it is, it's um, it's like mini trailers of different scenes within Star Wars, just without the soundtrack. So it focuses on the, the, on the, the audio effects, you know, like the um, lightsaber sounds, the sounds of various ships that they make and um, land speeders and pod races and all that stuff and they break it down into different things so there's one called dark side and light side there's beeps which is all the droid stuff uh there's one called wonder which is like atmospheric stuff from planets and various things and there's one called excitement which is pretty cool which has got all of the uh, dog fights with like x-wings and different fighters and stuff uh, and it's just a really cool little um uh, a really cool little time waster just for half an hour just to watch through these where they um yeah, they dip into a bit of nostalgia. Some of the sounds are very cool. Like some of the blaster sounds, especially from Stormtroopers from the original trilogy, have got a very a very uh, unique feel to them versus some of the more recent modern sound effects and stuff. It's pretty cool, man. It's a bit like Biomes where you just put it on in the background or you watch them for half an hour. It's pretty cool. You've seen these yet? No, not yet, but I, I do like these sort of 10-minute chuck-away things. That's why I like Visions, you know, just because it's 10 minutes, chuck away, you can throw it on and you can get a quick drink or a break from work and just chill out for 10 minutes, kind of reset. And it, it does, I like these, I like these types of content, you know, these sort of, uh, it gives you that insight into like breaking down some of the things that you wouldn't ordinarily look at, or that if you were to look at it, you would have to be a pretty specialist in it. You know, you would have to really, you'd need to be a sound guy or a visual guy to really think, right, I'm going to look at the biomes or I'm going to look at this stuff. So I, I do like this sort of stuff. I've not seen it yet, but I, I do I do like this. It's great for when you're just chilling out. It's like half 11 at night and you're just thinking, ah, not, don't, want to, don't want to hit the hair yet, but I don't want to start a two-hour film or stick something on Netflix. I don't want to, you know, it's perfect, isn't it? Yeah, or on a Friday when you're not working, just make a cup of tea, Which put your I feet am. up, and uh, yeah, it's great. Just feels a bit of time, mm-hmm. doesn't it? You know, it's good. They are good though. I would recommend. Yeah, just to just to chuck on. So from one uh, quirky bit of content, straight on to the next one, the vintage line of figures. Which I'm still. I'm not. Oh, I almost pulled the trigger two nights ago. Yeah. On some vintage. Yeah. Almost, I had to really restrain myself because I know, dude, just like you, once you start, it's just down the bloody rabbit hole. So one thing I did pre-order though, is this, uh, this figure that we're going to talk about now, which comes out next year. And it's George Lucas, George Lucas, the maker, uh, in his stormtrooper disguise. So it's a bit of a cheap, it's a bit of a quick win for Hasbro, this one. So it's basically the Stormtrooper body sculpt and everything. It's just got George Lucas' head. George Lucas's head plopped on top. Uh, although it does have the helmet too. So if you want to cover up his little grey beard, he can do that. But uh, this drops um, at some point next year. I think it's like March or April next year at some point. So I pre-ordered this as soon as it jumped because it's one of those cool figures that I just know that once they're gone, these are going to go for a, not I'm going to sell it anyway, but they'll go for a hefty amount on eBay, you know, a year or two onwards after that. 
And I know that I'm going to regret it. I'm going to be looking on eBay because this cost me $23.99. I think I ordered it from staractionfigures.co.uk. And I just know that in two years' time, I'm going to be like, I should have picked up that bloody George Lucas figure. And it's going to be like 80 quid, 100 quid on eBay or something. So so I did pull the trigger on this. But uh, this is cool, dude. I really like it. The head sculpt's not too bad. It's not too bad. Um, yeah, but it's cool. Oh, sorry, it's not the um, vintage line. Sorry, it's the Black Series. Uh, uh, yeah, the Black Series stuff. But uh, interested in this? Yeah or no? Yeah, I, I think I've actually pre-ordered it. I'm just looking as we're looking as we're as we're talking. Um, I'm pretty sure that I did the same thing uh, and yeah, pre-ordered yeah, yeah, yeah. it. I, I don't know if I was like, I'm gonna do that, and then because I was away, I didn't, or whether I did. But I think I did as well because I saw it instantly. Thought the same as you. I was like, yep, definitely want some of that action. Um, so yeah, I did. I pre-ordered it because I think you should, like it's exactly the same as you, mate. Like it is going to go for a pretty penny in the future. So for 24, 25 quid, let's get it. Just do it, mate. Just do it. Yeah, and uh, yeah, just to confirm, it is definitely part of the Black Series, yes. Black Series six-inch line. But it's just on the it's on the card back that looks like the the vintage collection. It's the old retro um, line. It doesn't come. It's not one of those black, sleek-looking you know boxes that it comes in it's the it's the bubble on the card so mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna be pretty cool so next year I'm, I'm pretty sure it's march or april so if you guys haven't ordered this yet or pre-ordered it i would suggest you do so you can just see with a bit of hindsight that this is going to be a bit pricey down the line so that's going to turn up next year which is all good and talking of buying stuff dude there's another one of those auctions that's going to happen uh, pretty soon over at prop store and oh, saw this oh yeah so they've got some um yeah, this is one of those. So prop stores, they often do these big movie memorabilia auctions where they have legit, authentic stuff from uh, from the movies themselves, uh, which have been either um, uh, sold via private collectors through the auction, um, or they've obtained them themselves. And they norm. It's one of those things where, at first glance, you think. No, that can't be any good, can it? Because the majority of everything is either in a collection by the people that make the film or whatever. But no, man, they get their hands on some really, really cool stuff. So it's not just Star Wars. They've got things like um, uh, Back to the Future, a couple of horror films. Um, uh, um, what's the other one that was very cool on And they've got some Spider-Man stuff. Uh, Spider-Man and Batman. Sorry, yeah, I was thinking of, yeah. So they've got um, some, some Batman stuff as well. Uh, but the Star Wars stuff looks very cool. Um, so one of the things is from Return of the Jedi back in the early 80s, it's one of the uh, X-Wing miniatures that ILM used to film some of the space shots. And it's one of the, it's not just the the sort of hollow models that they use for some of the exterior sort of flyby shots. This is the one that lights up. So this was actually used before they did the special edition versions. This was the one that, you know, the cockpit has got little you know, lights and stuff like that and the blasters. Uh, sorry, the engine um, valves at the back, they uh, they light up as well. So that's going on auction, as well as there was another Star Wars thing. Where are we? Um, or was it just the X-Wing? Was it just the X-Wing? Oh, no, the Stormtrooper helmet. So a Stormtrooper helmet that was used, again, on Return of the Jedi, official, screen used, that's going up for auction as well. You do have to put your hand in your pocket a little bit as always with these auctions so the stormtrooper helmet is expected to go for between a hundred thousand and a hundred and fifty thousand pounds 
of your hard-earned cash. And the X-Wing um, is expected to go between two hundred and three hundred thousand dollars so that's essentially the price of a good house so if you want to remortgage or go to the bank get a loan whatever um but yeah and then the other thing was really cool it's the uh it was the toby Maguire screen use production made costume from spider-man 3 and also the val kilmer on-screen batman sonar suit from batman forever some pretty sweet stuff there, dude. So which one of these are you buying then? The Stormtrooper helmet or the X-Wing? Well, obviously the X-Wing. Um, yeah, I'd go for the X-Wing on that one. Because like the Stormtrooper helmet, obviously, but I feel like there's probably more of them in the wild, you know, because there's more Stormtroopers, um, you'd think. But yeah, I'd go for that. I'd go for the X-Wing. What about you? Yeah, it's got to be the X-Wing, dude. Yeah, yeah. defo. I think the Stormtrooper... Like a legit X-Wing, you know? Well, of course, yeah, a legit, like, this isn't like, um, you know, a model kit that you've just plopped together and fashioned up mm. some LED lights and stuff. This is the the fingerprints and the stuff that's on it are the original ILM dudes that made a bit of history back in the day. So you can see why it's going for so much money, you know, for that very reason. So uh, it's all good. I wouldn't mind the old Batman suit, though. Oh, yes, yeah, Sam. Or the Spider-Man one, to be fair. Yeah, either of those, yeah. Or even the hoverboard from Back to the Future. That's a yeah. You see, this is how it happens, isn't it? This is how they get you. <laughs> this is how they get you. You start with that, and you're like, oh yeah, but oh and that, and oh, and then you end up spending, you know, some money. But like these things, just like sure they're going to perpetuate in terms of like the the, the value, you know, because this like take the Spidey suit or even the X wing or whatever, that's going to get sold again in fifteen years, and it'll doubled in price or whatever, tripled in price, like this. I just can never see these things being bad investments, you know? Mm. Surely. I w- no, I wouldn't have thought so at all, dude. It's not, um, they're certainly not going to devalue. Put it no, that way. they can not- do, surely can they? No, it's not like a car, you know? Well, yeah, exactly. Well, depending on what Old car. Ford Escort. Yeah, RS. Turbo. Did it up. Uh, now it's worth three grand. <laughs> <laughs> so if you've got, uh, a few quid lying down the sofa and you want to bid on any of these this is running from the 9th to the 11th of november so uh you've got a little bit of time to to uh to get your savings in order um the catalog is available in just under a week or just over a week and that's got a lot more items that are going up for auction plus a lot more detail about where they've come from etc and you can get all that stuff over at propstoreauction.com and you'll see a big old banner there for um, the entertainment memorabilia live auction. Okie dokie. That'd be awesome. That'd, That'd be, be awesome, so yeah. Uh, let's finish up then with some with some news around Mark Hamill, because it's always cool talking about Mark, because there's no... Because <laughs> it wasn't vicious, yeah? Because there's no... <laughs> vicious. Because there's no crap around it. Anytime you talk about Mark Hamill, it's always just legit, honest yeah. stuff. Do you know what I mean? There's no drama around Mark Hamill. There's no, like... Do you know what I'm trying to say? Whenever you're talking about him, you just know what to expect. There's no crap that's rumour or drama. Or yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it's uh, he's just so wholesome, isn't it? You know, and even when he's saying things that we don't necessarily like, uh, I'm not saying the royal we, you know, the, the some of the Star Wars fandom, when he's saying that, you know, maybe, maybe Luke did get a little whiny in uh, The Last <laughs> Jedi. Even then we still love him. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I think we can all agree on that. Yeah. Uh, he turned 70, though, recently. Isn't that nuts? That's mad. On the 25th. 
Yeah, celebrated his 70th birthday, which is pretty mad. And just still going as well. Still acting, still doing all the stuff, you know. Still doing walks from NCAP. Yep. He really is as well. And he's looking good with it as well. Like he's not, he's not, he's not messing. You know what I mean? He's, he's, he's like, he's properly still on his game. You know what I mean? He's done the He-Man stuff. He's doing, well, he's got a new film out where he's doing something that he's, what's he, he's, he's got a new film out and I forget, forget what it is. He plays, plays a bad guy. I think I can't remember what it is. Um, but he's like, he's just still on and it's all pop culture stuff, isn't it? It's all pop culture stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, he's the man. So I he think, is. yeah, I think that um, what you're talking about is a film called The Machine, I think. Yes. Is it The Machine? Yeah. It is. It is. It is. It is, dude, yeah. Yeah, he looks badass, isn't it? It's just good. It's just, he's just, you know, like we live in a bit of a weird world, don't we, where everything's like a bit OTT, you know, everything's a little bit hard, everything's a little bit, a bit shaky, a little bit rough. Then Mark Hamill's like a constant. He's just like, he never changes. Yeah, it's consistent, dude. Yep. There uh-huh. are some actors that are like that, though. There are some guys and women. Yeah, there are. There are some people that are just, you know, you know exactly what you're going to get. There's no, there's no bullshit or anything, which is cool. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Do you, it's, so, it's weird, though, isn't it? Because it all change. You know what I mean? Things kind of change a little bit. And it's, you don't see people like Mark Hamill, like, getting into these big iconic roles anymore. Like, and, and it... You know, think Spider-Man, think Batman. Like, they're all interchangeable, aren't they? You know? And mm-hmm. even when Luke Skywalker is brought back for The Mandalorian, they still bring Mark Hamill in. You know, it's only when they do another live-action version that they're probably going to have to swap it out. But even then, you know, I've 40 years, man. <laughs> Nearly 50 years. There aren't many people getting those roles now that will last out. You know, what's I mean, what's the last... I suppose the last kind of equivalent thing was maybe like the Harry Potter actors, maybe, because they did the whole seven, eight films. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. You know, but even like the Marvel people, they get, they'll get swapped out in 10 years or whatever, you know, we see another Spider-Man in 10 years. Yeah, it's true, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another. Maybe Hugh Jackman, maybe Wolverine, maybe. Well, um, Defo, Michael Keaton. Yeah, but that's more of a renaissance, isn't it? Because there's been a lot of, there's been a lot of other Batmans, but there's only been the one Luke Skywalker. Oh, I see really. what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're very just true. Sort man. of getting that renaissance, isn't it? True, true. There were some lovely messages though shared from people that he kind of knows. Some of them are a bit overly friendly. I would have tweeted back and said, <laughs> "Back off." Yeah, a little bit much. <laughs> a little bit much. So yeah, old uh, Fennec Shand. She's. Uh, she says, uh, 70 years young, as I like to say. Yeah. You're not a comedian, Fennec. But. <sighs> yeah, when you do that, when you get that, when you get that classic, you know what I mean? <laughs> when you get, when you get, oh, 20, when's your birthday? Is it 21? Yeah. Fuck, get, yeah. get lost. <laughs> Clearly not 21, am I? Because if I was 21, you wouldn't be going, oh, 21. You'd just be going, happy birthday, 21. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So she went there straight away, 70 years young. Yeah, as I like to say. <laughs> And then she goes on a bit more, sharing a binary sunset with you as I raise a lightsaber to you on your special day, wishing you oh, joy and lots much. of cake. Who raises a lightsaber? Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, dangerous in a way. So, what have we learned from that? Don't spill coffee on the computer. Uh, we also have uh, list. <laughs> <a> beautiful film. <laughs> Pee Wee Herman just says happy birthday 
obviously. But he's one of the best ones. Comedian. Yep. Uh, the dude that took over from Peter Mayhew as Chewie, Yunus uh, uh, Swatemo. Yunus Swatemo. Yeah. Yeah, so it's getting to work one of my childhood heroes was a dream come true. The fact that he also taught me how to use the Force is just a bonus. I love that mm. one. Happy birthday, Mark. Yep. Talking to Batman, Kevin Conroy, potentially the only Batman you need. Says, the only uh, Batman. You make this world a better place and we're all so lucky to have you. Thanks for all the years of laughs and total craziness. Obviously, those two are best buds, being Batman and Joker and all that stuff. Mm. Uh, I could go on. There's quite a few. Anyway, it was really nice to see... Uh, all of the peeps that he's worked with and some other people come out and wish him a good and mm. healthy happy birthday, which is all good. And then lastly, uh, he's gone on, He's gone to bat a little bit for the prequels, which is kind of cool. So I mentioned last week that there's uh, there's this book coming out, you know how this goes, uh, about the film producer Howard um, Kazanjian. I really hope I'm saying that right, dude. Kazanjian, I'm sure I am. Or Kazanjian, mm. one of the two. Uh, it's called That Person's Name, A Producer's Life. And uh, he's got together a bunch of people to get some quotes from them and a little bit of a storytelling thing, you know, when I worked with this person and when I met that person. Last week, it was George Lucas's ex-wife that they, you know, pulled her quote out of the book where she absolutely destroys the prequels and goes, you know, goes a bit sour. She you went know. nuts on the sequels as well, which I want to have a minute on. In a yeah, minute. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she, well, she is the ex after all. You know, they might get along well, but it's always, you know, you know, it's always the ex. Oh, it's a bit contentious, isn't it? Always a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, Mark Hamill, he's kind of, kind of the opposite. Yeah, basically said that he was impressed. He said, I was impressed with the prequels, that they had their own identity. He said they were criticised because they were exposition heavy and more cerebral and probably, like he said, back in 76, they weren't as commercial but it's a darker story. But in the age of social media, people's voices are amplified and I'm shocked at how brutal they can be, not just in the case of Star Wars films, but across the board. So what do you reckon to this dude? He's kind of saying that there was probably a load of people that were miffed with the other Star Wars films, but because there wasn't social media, you didn't hear about it as much. I think he's what he's getting at. Yeah, I think I think he probably is. And I think because the, the original trilogy, in particular New Hope, didn't have anything to compare itself against. It was never going to be susceptible fully to, to that, even if there was social media. You know, you, you will get the hit, but it's an independent film that, or not an independent film as such, but albeit an independent film that just didn't do well. If, if A New Hope dies, it dies, and it's that's it. There is no Star Wars, no one's, you know, there's no damage. But the prequels are in a very different place, and obviously the early days of the internet, and or not the early days. Well, I suppose they were the early days, you know, really for, for the mass. But I think he's absolutely right. Um, and I think he's... Yes, they had their own identity. Yeah, sure, they weren't executed amazingly, but the story still is fascinating. And it is still, out of all the trilogies, the prequel trilogy is the richest area to mine. It's 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 wonderfully done. Like, the, one of the best villains ever created. Um, Palps. And, in, in Palps, yeah. And then one of the best kind of dualities with Anakin. It was, again, just not executed amazingly, but has has been in other media. Um so I think I think you're right. I think he's I think he's he's right in that yes, there wouldn't have been the criticism, but also I think he's also potentially just if you read between the lines a little bit, you know, I think he's just saying, look, sh- you know, shut up, you know, it, it's you don't have to be the troll, you know. Let's just all live and let live a little bit. Let's just calm down oh, and let's you know. Come on, let's just uh, go for it, oh, Jesus. Let's have a laugh at work with women. And I think that's that's the thing that he's saying is that it's just 
he's, he's, he's just, he's he, calm down. You know, there's no need to own everything and to like, just because you like something and you don't like something else doesn't mean that someone else can't have the exact opposite viewpoint, you know? And I think it's, it's classic Mark Hamill, isn't it? You know, I think it's just, he's just, he's always the diplomat, which I quite like about him. Yeah. Very true. We need more Mark Hamill's basically. We do. I mean, <clears throat> Yeah. God, you know, God forbid. Hopefully he's got another 30, 40 years left in him. You know what I mean? He's going to be the, the first one to get to 120. That'd be lovely. But good God, when he's, you know, when he's gone, that's fucking hell. You <laughs> know what I mean? That's going to hit us, man. <laughs> you know what well, I mean? So yeah. who's going to calm us down? Exactly. Unless Greta Thunberg starts appearing in Star Wars films. That'll never happen. No. Too much fuel. Yeah. Fossils. You'll be happy with me, though, mate. Go on. I ordered The Phantom Menace. Novelisation, book, sure. Hardback. Good. Yeah. Ooh, go on for hardback, have you? Someone's earning. Well, I need to match the other one. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, you got the... Uh, right, all right, okay. You know, yeah, you, I went paperback. You know, you know how it works. I do. Yeah. So I'll let you know how that goes. Mm. Oh, I finished the... Uh, speaking of books, finished the, the latest High Republic book last night. Oh, any good? Yeah. Bit slower. It's one of the young adult novels, so it's like following the Claudia Gray characters. But they're all starting to kind of come together really nicely. And this one was, yeah, certainly the ending was very, very interesting. Um, what's interesting? This is not a spoiler. Is that they're treating a lot of the kind of the hyperspace, like the hyperspace is the big story in this High Republic. Like hyperspace is the center of it, which you know, it's not it's not readily abundantly clear until you get to probably the third and fourth books in. Um, but they're sort of leaning on this kind of navigation ability that, um, you know, there was like the pathfinders in the, the early high Republic stuff, but then there's also the skywalkers out of the throne trilogies, the ascendancy and so on. Um, they're sort of leaning into the Jedi being able to do that as well. Like some of these Jedi, you know, navigating, um, hyperspace using the force and going into this force trance and it not really being a thing that Jedi know about, but some can do it and they sort of either encouraged or discouraged from doing it. But yet that's how the Chiss Ascendancy do actually navigate the sky. So the really, it's weird how they're sort of tying it all in. It's sort of quite fascinating. So yeah, I highly recommend it, dude. And I think this goes back to that, um, you know, how good the prequels are really when it comes to the storyline. Like they're just still tying stuff in from the Phantom Menace into like the High Republic. You know, and we even got a character in the High Republic show up who's in the sequel trilogy in the book yesterday. So they're really trying to connect it all together. Hmm. There's only one that that could be, if you ever think about it. It's only one, maybe two. Is, was this the book by Kevin Scott? Is it The Rising Storm or is it? No, the one after that. It came out like two weeks after. It's Justina Island, Out of the Shadows. Oh, Out of the Shadows. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, right. and it follows pretty much immediately from Kevin Scott's book. Oh, I see, right. Okay. But following a different group of characters. But it is very they're all very closely tied together. So which one didn't you like then? Was it was it the Claudia Gray one you wasn't into? Well it wasn't it wasn't so much that I didn't like it, but yeah, it was a Claudia Gray one. It was it was if I now read that again through the eyes of the other books, it's a better book. Right, right. You know, it's it's because I was viewing that as a very standalone thing and it was a young adult, it was a different set of characters and it, it wasn't, it wasn't stunning. Mm -hmm. Um, but the characters and some of the villains that they introduced are great, but this is, it's very much tied into this next book. So it's, I think maybe that's why they're releasing them at such a pace, you know, because you do have to, you really do have to digest them like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, dude. And you wanted to pick up on what Marcia Lucas mentioned about the sequel trilogy. Oh, she was right, wasn't she? That's it. So I've got to say on that. Oh, she, she was, was right. right. Well, you can't argue with that. She literally said everything that we have all been thinking. Yes. Agreed. Like JJ, Kathleen, you have got no idea. You're great at what you do, but what you do is not Star Wars. Come and see me. Like, please, someone, take John Favreau, Dave Filoni, and go and fucking see her. <laughs> That's it, short and sweet. That's all I've got to say about that. Yeah, good. Excellent. Right, that's going to wrap then for episode 126. Been great, dude, to catch up with you. Seems like we haven't been together on the podcast for a while, so it's been cool to get your thoughts and opinions rather than just... Uh, listening to you or I just waffle on on our own son it's all good waxing lyrical yeah always good to be back dude thanks for covering and uh, yeah I don't know I'll probably be off next week or you'll probably be off one of us will be off we suck but uh, no I think we'll be back for a while now it's good it's good we always get these periods and that's the beauty of doing what we do you know it's like you said the beauty of having a co-host is we can do that and and still come back to it so no it's it's good man always a pleasure good to chat and hopefully my Trello next week will work so I'll not just be able to sit as a bystander and not read all the stories I couldn't get in to Trello today but I'll fix it Trello's gone down the roadcaster's gone down (sighs) about the roadcaster Tesla's in the garage oh get me started on that dude you need to have Fridays off, mate. To sort of I'm chill out. Not going to have to now. <laughs> so, thank you, dear Star Wars Spark Rebellion listener, for coming back for another weekend listening to us. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, please make sure that you follow us on whatever podcast app you prefer to listen to your podcasty goodness on. Uh, we launch a new episode every single Saturday, so you'll get that straight into your app when it lands. And also to our patrons, thank you so much. Uh, as I say every week really really appreciate your support we love you guys and if you like the show and want to support us you don't have to it's completely optional of course but if you like the show and you want to support us and you can do that over at sparkofrebellion.com forward slash patreon and uh, you can jump on from several uh, from different tiers there from a dollar upwards get yourself some swag and whatnot. if you want to interact with us throughout the week in between shows you can do that on the socials mainly twitter and instagram so sparkofrebellion.com forward slash twitter and forward slash instagram That will take you straight to our pages. Give us a like and a follow there. And until next week, take care of yourself, stay safe, and may the Force be with you always.